there are a lot of different players when it comes to a real estate transaction. And getting your home just isn't as simple as talking to your agent and then the house is yours. You will deal with lenders and inspectors and appraisers and attorneys and title companies and the list goes on and on. And what we want to do is we want to bring some of those names and faces to you. Today's episode is with Sherry Shaw. That's Sherry with an I-E and not a Y. She's a household name in the real estate business in Fredericksburg as her role at Universal Title. She wears a ton of different hats. Sherry brings a ton of energy and positivity. (laughs) This is her laughing right here. And hand gestures. Oh my God, the hand gestures. So like every conversation. It's wild to be part of Sherry Shaw's world. She leads with passion and energy, whether she's in her personal life or in her job. She is all about helping others. And you'll see that firsthand. So we hope you enjoy this episode that starts now. Hi, Pam. Hi. Hi, Darren. You're listening to Obsessed with Homes. Two cousins, Mare and Pam, keeping it real about real estate. (laughs) All right. So, Sherry, let's start it off this way. Uh, Introduce yourself for those who don't know. Da-da-da. Sherry Shaw. All right. Well, thanks so much again, uh, Mayor and Pam, for inviting me to participate in your podcast. Um, I'm Sherry Shaw, and I am with a universal title. I am in the Fredericksburg office, um, and I have been with this company for going on seven years. I've been in the title industry for over nine, and I have been in the real estate industry for 14 because I was an agent for five years before I started here. So, Wow, that's a heck of a pedigree. Mm-hmm. So she knows what you're talking about. Oh, I'm going to say, that's just the last few years. We can go back farther. Right. <laughs> oh, we will. Right. Get that, okay. Get that. <laughs> so this that's great. Um, I think with 14 years in the real estate business, I think there's a lot to kind of pick from and a lot that we can learn from you about. And I think it'll be interesting, too, to hear a little bit of comparisons so I feel like in, in industries, and not just this one, but in, in various industries, you see things repeat themselves, but maybe with a different twist. Yep. Um, I mean, I didn't. Absolutely. Yeah, it, right? And isn't it weird? <laughs> and it's, if you've been in an industry long enough, you just kind of sigh and be like, yep. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, so, so here's a big shocker, I'm sure, for y'all. I was actually a fabulous 50 senior sales director for Mary Kay like 20 years ago. I didn't realize that. Hey. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, what is that? What does that even mean? Um, so it means that um, I grew my unit to 50 within six months of becoming a director. Um, and then um, I also had someone form her own unit out of mine. So that's where a fabulous 50 senior sales director gets. Did you get the pink Cadillac? Or what? <laughs> Actually, I got the red Grand Am first. And I kept that because I liked it much better um, than the pink Cadillac. 
Uh, I mean, Cadillacs are nice, but you know, the fast red Grand Am was a yeah, little bit. Yeah, you're more of a Grand Am mm-hmm. girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so they just gave me the extra cash. Oh, nice. <laughs> you know, and it's so funny because I know we're doing a podcast now, and because I can see all of you, I'm like, you know, doing all the hand gestures. So sorry to everyone else, you cannot see <laughs> the amazing sign she's throwing up. One of the consistent elements that we do from podcast to podcast is ask our guest the same informal question. It gets them to open up, and it also gives you a little sneak peek into their world. All right, so Pam, why don't you kick us off? All right, girl. So I have learned one time that a great way to get to know somebody is to ask them this really difficult question. Are you ready for it? Okay. What is your favorite movie? You know, great question. And actually, I was... I did the inspiration for the Women's Council of Realtors meeting on Monday, and the topic that I picked is Pay It Forward from one of my favorite movies, Pay It Forward. Um, so the whole concept behind the movie, actually, it's it's a little bit of a tragedy at the end, but it just really shows how you can change the world by trying to pay it forward instead of always trying to look at what you're going to get back. Oh my God, how awesome. So, that is so mm-hmm. you because mm-hmm. you are always doing you're involved in everything i've never seen met anyone like sherry shaw before she's involved <laughs> in every a piece of every little thing i mean it's like six things of kevin bacon and it's like two of sherry shaw i mean when it comes to real like you just said the women's council everything in real estate you are in you just you're the most giving person for that and it's just amazing okay so i know you only by name and it's legendary <laughs> at this point name? right right <laughs> legendary so what are you involved in? Woo. How much time I got? Go, <laughs> well, Sherry, go. Oh, <laughs> Take a sip of water. So, so sorry. So let me just back up just a little bit. So I actually wear a lot of hats at, um, at Universal Title. I'm Director of Sales, Marketing, Business Development, and Settlement Officer. So, primar- so my, my primary focus, again, is more with like the sales and marketing and, and working um, with my clients who are real estate agents. Um, but I can also do settlements as well. We touched on this in the intro, but I think it is worth mentioning again, the passion that Sherry brings to her life and the people who are in it. It took her minutes into the conversation before she brought it around to how she likes to serve the community. And she says that word a lot, serve. And I definitely think that you can see that direct link between what she does in her world, in her personal life, and her favorite movie, which is Pay It Forward. And again, it's, it's something where because I am in real estate, I do try to um, find real estate related um, places to, you know, to be able to serve and to give all of my um, spare time. Huh. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, it doesn't sound like you have a lot of spare time. Well, you know, and, and I joke, and this is funny, is that, you know, I am single, hint, hint, um, but I'm thinking to myself, how in the world? This is not that kind of podcast. We're taking applications. <laughs> <laughs> We're yes. Right? We'll get there next. There's right. always yes. upsells, right? There's yes. always upsells. That being said, I encourage all of my agents, and again, you know, it's just a great marketing, is find something that you're passionate about in the community 
and go and serve and do that and you'll be surprised how much business you get from that because people see that you actually do care so one of my favorite charities is habitat for humanity so in here in this area it's the greater fredericksburg habitat for humanity and i have been the women build committee chair for mm, eight eight years now yeah um so um we went from the, um, the Habitat for Humanity chapter here went from building one house about every two years to now this year we will have five in one year. That's yeah. awesome. So, so yeah, so, I mean, so, so that's one of the things that I'm passionate about. Um, I, I work with the women. you actually build it, right, Cher? You're out there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I, I actually, I will let you know because that is my next meeting <laughs> is oh, women build. And of course, you know, because of, you know, I don't know if you guys are aware there's this pandemic going on. Um, and it's really kind of slowed things down with having, you know, the people at the job site. So that's what we're doing today is, is um, we have got some direction from national and international habitat that can let us know how we can put some more build days out there. So, so definitely want to get like YPN can come out there and, you know, the Caldwell Banker Elite Office or, you know, whatever. We can get groups out there. So, so again, so that's one thing, you know, and, and it, it, it works. It's something I'm very passionate about, um, you know, providing affordable housing. And you do have to make money. It's not a house that's given to you. You have to volunteer. You know, you do have to earn um, your house through Habitat. Um, but, you know, it's kind of goes hand in hand with uh, with real estate. So that's just well, one thing. Just, <laughs> just to, like, talk about that for a little bit, how hard has it been because um, – the supplies have gotten so expensive. Yes. I mean, I was just he hearing the other day how the this new build, mm -hmm. the ticket price had gone up $20,000 because of materials. Well, and so, again, this is something that you really have to make sure that you read the fine print with the builder. Um, so I just also happen to be a member of the Fredericksburg Area Builders Association, and that was my meeting right before this one. <laughs> It's almost um, like I knew, but I totally didn't. Right? Yes. <laughs> I totally didn't know. And so, um, you know, there's there's a couple of things um, right now is the, the price of lumber has really, like, skyrocketed. But there's also um, a shortage of aluminum. So that, that's why if you notice, um, like, some of the cans and stuff like that in the grocery store, that they're not having as many as not many varieties. But also, too, um, most of the builders put in the aluminum-clad windows. So guess what? It takes... They cost more money. It does take a little bit longer. Some builders will honor the sales price when you sign um, and you put your deposit in because typically your pre-construction meeting is going to be after they have gotten the permits and you're actually going to start building. So um, you just definitely want to want to check your contract and verify if that price does um, does stay the same throughout the construction process. And before it used to be about 120 days, um, but now um, because they can't have all the trades in there at the same time, you know, again, these are things that we don't think about. You're now looking at more like about um, between 150 and 180 days. So it was about at this moment that the world kind of shook on its axis. One, Sherry had internet issues. And all of a sudden, we couldn't hear her, and then it forced quit. About the same time, my phone beeped, and I looked, and I had a text message that set a whole new path for me for the next few months. In one 
minute, in one blink, everything kind of changed. So here's crazy real estate. Mayor, I don't know if you saw her face go, <gasps> heard a noise. So yeah. So yeah, all of a sudden, so my phone, my phone rang and I was like, well, of course it did. And um, there was a house that went up for auction and they just called me. I won. She got it. <laughs> Shit. I know. I'm like, did you want it? <laughs> I mean, I did. But, but boom. Life in real estate moves really fast. Uh, in this situation, it really, really moved fast. Okay, a little bit of backstory. My husband and I have been thinking about flipping houses for a really long time, probably like five years, maybe even longer than that. One of the reasons why I got into real estate was to be able to invest personally. Right before we left to go to shoot the podcast, I was looking at a home on an auction site. I had toured it, whatever, and she's really, really pretty. And I was a big fan. Because I could not attend the auction, it was held via website, but I couldn't attend because I was shooting this podcast. I decided, what the heck? I'm going to put in a minimum bid and a maximum bid, and that's it. And I knew that my maximum bid was low. In the middle of this podcast, I got an email and I normally turn that off and I looked and lo and behold, yep, I had won the auction, but that's okay. I was talking to Sherry Shaw and not only was I going to finish this episode, but Sherry was going to help me close this house. So thank you, Sherry Shaw. And I'm glad you were a part of my journey. If you're interested, stay close because we're going to talk about buying a house at auction and what we'll do to bring this home, I call her Daisy, up to market standards. All coming up in a few episodes. I love flipping. I'm going to say, I love flipping. <laughs> I can come down there and do the closing for you. Let's, okay, let's go on to that. So Universal Title, where you work, Sherry, you guys do uh, remote closings because that's huge right now. So touch on that a little bit and then. So again, like, um, because I do wear so many different hats here, I have always been the one that has kind of, you know, traveled for settlements um, as needed. And, and especially in the instance when it's someone, um, you know, elderly, you know, can't, can't really travel. Um, I also had this most amazing settlement one time where I went to the client's house and we sat on the front porch swing. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I know what she's talking about. <laughs> and, and, and and did a closing. And again, you know, I mean, it was it was for the safety and convenience, um, you know, of the client and her house was empty. So that was the only place that we could sit was was on the front porch swing. So um, I've also done closings at the Bass Pro Shop right there, right by y'all's house. Um, I have um, we have gone and done uh, closings, people that just didn't feel like getting out of their car. So we, parking lot closings. Um, our attorney even put on skates one day because we were so busy running around taking closing documents to everyone. So, um, is that oh true? Yeah, he really did. Yeah. Oh, I, actually, I have a video of it. I'll see if I can find it and send it to you. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, we do like to give our clients 
the best closing experience possible. And we feel like that you really get that by coming into our office and you know, we make sure that your clients are excited whether they're selling a house and moving on to, to a new stage or whether they're buying one, it's a whole new adventure. So, you know, kids come in, pets come in. Um, we have a great closing and then we take a picture for you know for you and your clients and everything and so it's a way to help um, your clients like you know cherish that memory that's a great point to touch on because yeah I mean you have so much stuff go on it's such a relationship with them during the process and everything it's like two months and you want to end great and stuff so that the title closing yeah. part really is a key thing so for those who don't know like what that process is because there's a lot of um, real estate curious, especially out there in the millennials, that's a huge marketplace right now. Mm -hmm. uh, what does it really mean once you have put an offer on a house and it's accepted, what does it mean? What's that title process and closing process like? So how do, how do folks interact with a title company? What are they expected to do? How do you work with them? We do have an amazing settlement timeline that I typically you know send to my agents too. And so it's something that they can use and send to their clients. And again, it's just a great tool that lets everyone know kind of um, where we are in the process. And then we also um, use a um, secure software system called Qualia. Once you are under contract, your agent will send the um, ratified contract to your title company and also to your lender, because those are the three you know biggest people that are involved in the transaction. We're gonna open up your file for you through Qualia. And then this is something where you as the agent and the client and the lender and everybody is all invited to connect. And so you can go into this system and see exactly where you are every step of the way. This is great information, but to make sure it's clear, we asked Sherry to break it down a little, starting with the buyer's point of view. So if you're in the market to buy, listen up, because this part's for you. So if you are purchasing a house, one of the um, first things that we do is to order a title search. And that's really one of the biggest reasons why you are using a title company because we perform a title search. And what that means is that we want to make sure that we are able to transfer clear and equitable title from the previous owner to the new owner. Um, and so that's something where we have title examiners and they actually really go like and research the records. A lot of counties around here are online, but there's some that still, like their county records are like down in the basement <laughs> of like the county courthouse. <clears throat> and that's what they have to do. And so, so typically um, the minimum that we do is a 70 year search. Um, and if we only find one owner during that 70 years, then we'll go back even further. So typically it's something that we like to do a two to three owner back search to make sure that there are no clouds on title. And uh, clouds typically are liens. And liens come from if you have a mortgage, you know, and that's not a bad lien, you have a mortgage on it, it needs to be paid off. Then also during this time too, is when typically um, you have scheduled the home inspection. And so again, if there's any home inspection items or repairs or things like that, um, invoices and such, those come to us and we make sure um, that, that they get on there, whether they're going to be paid by the buyer or the seller. But we're also working behind the scenes with the mortgage company. And so again, this is really something where you don't necessarily see what's going on, but this is what we're doing working in the background because there's certain things that a lender requires throughout the transaction because it actually belongs to the lender until the client pays it off. 
making sure all the names are correct and if we need to do a power of attorney and if that's acceptable and stuff like that. So that's that, that's really what, um, what the title company does is to make sure that we are working hand in hand with your lender. And so all the documents that they need signed and that they need um, are going to be there at the day of settlement. So, and just to clarify too, you could go to raise, right? Like if you needed this stuff done, can you do, can you work with an attorney or a title company or would you need both in some cases? Well, and so I know in the Richmond area, a lot of people do tend to work with attorneys and that's also the case. There's, there's like just little pockets all over the Commonwealth of Virginia um, where people typically used to just use a, um, uh, an attorney. But especially, and if, as long as you're doing just cash deals and there's no lender involved, then there's no title insurance uh, involved. But when you're working with a lender, the lender does require title insurance. Um, for their lender's policy, and we do highly suggest that the client also gets their own owner's policy. So not all attorneys have access and are a part of um, a title association where they can provide title insurance for the lender and for their client. So that's the biggest difference right there. Um, and, and sometimes we've even worked with um, a client will have someone that, you know, attorney that they've known just forever and ever and ever. They'll go over the documents with them. They'll send them to us, and then we will basically kind of take it over from there. They've done the settlement. They've, you know, done the research and everything, and then we'll just provide the title insurance. So, yes. So lots of different ways, lots of different options. So for us, so we actually have an attorney that's in each and every office. Um, or, or at least um, if, if they're not in the office, we do have an attorney that is designated and only like works in that office. So you can know that you've got someone that knows what they're doing, that knows their stuff, and that they're the ones that are going to be reviewing the title search. Because again, you know, anybody can, well, you get a title search, but if you don't know how to read it, <laughs> and then if there are certain encumbrances, encroachments, liens, different things like that, which show up, you know, on a, on a title search, um, you know, again, are there are there any kind of easements to the property, different things like that? You want to make sure that you do have an attorney that knows what they're doing to read that. So anything that needs to go into the deed that needs to convey. So I want to step in just for a second to explain what Sherry was talking about. So these liens or claims that could be on the property that could be discovered through this title search is generally called a cloud on the title. And that means that ownership is murky. You can't really tell who clearly owns the property because there is something or someone holding a stake. That could be a lien, like a mortgage, and that could be a previous owner. So in situations like family passing down property, times change. And sometimes ownership isn't clearly conveyed. What you want as an owner of a piece of property is clear and equitable title, meaning that no one down the line is going to come and tap on your shoulder and say, hey, you actually can't have your house here because this property is mine. And here's the proof. So it behooves you to have a really good and thorough title search done so that you know that that property is yours. 
Well, for instance, like 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 out in Goochland, you know, Goochland was you know you know primarily like rural and stuff like that, and well now it's like really getting built up, and so it is making sure that when the developers came in there and they purchased the land, you know, and now it's in a subdivision, that everything um, has been checked off, and there's no like you know heirs that all of a sudden are like, wait a minute, I should have gotten part of that six million dollars. So how did you 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 mentioned you'd have fourteen years of experience in the real estate industry and you were an agent first. So how did you make that trans- transition uh, from, well, I guess from, let's start, we'll rewind just a smidge oh. more. So uh, into real estate to begin with, and then we'll go from real estate to the um, title title business. I've got a story. So um, <laughs> there's always a story. We love a story. You know, right? Going through a divorce, being a single mom, I needed actually <laughs> to find a place to live. And so I contacted someone at my church and I said, hey, I need help finding a place to live. So they put me in contact with a real estate agent and of course, you know, needed a job. And so while we were going around looking for a place for me and the kids to live, she said to me, hey, I'm looking for an assistant. Would this be something you'd be interested in? So that's how I got in. So I started working for a team, and this was in 2007. So, you know, crash of the market, awful. Um, but, you know, I mean, I, I really feel like I, I learned so much. There was so much going on then with the short sales, and there was relocation, and um, there was REO properties. And so, like, I did all the grunt work. I, I ended up moving to a different team. The agent that, that I worked with, for almost five years has since passed away. But I mean, the amount of knowledge that I got from, you know, from working on that team and, you know, and again, I was doing like the rentals and I helped do the staging and I helped take the pictures and, you know, I updated things in um, like, like for short sales, it was like a portal that we had to go into and put updates in. If it was a, um, a foreclosure property, we had to go out and inspect the property and take pictures and, you know, all this kind of stuff. So, I mean, I really feel like that I learned a lot um, about real estate and about the process, and I'm very grateful for that time. It can be challenging enough to be a single mom with a regular nine to five, but add in the complexities of a job that is nights and weekends, and that's where Sherry found herself, between a rock and a hard place when it came to raising her kids, and she had to look at other avenues. But all she really needed to do was look to her past. But then it, it came to the point where I felt like that even though my kids were teenagers, I mean, they still needed me. And lots of times in real estate, you know, we know that we go out and we're working in the evenings and on the weekends. So it just felt like that I was never there for my kids. And since I was doing it all by myself, I started looking for other ways <laughs> to make money. <laughs> And so that's where I started with, with another title company. And actually, it was a title company that I had worked with when I was an agent. It's been almost seven years ago. Um, Universal Title was looking to expand here in the Fredericksburg area. And um, someone that I work with had been on a lot of committees with, known for like a very, very long time, um, gave Dave Mason my name and said, you know, hey, you might want to, you know, give her a call. And I'm a very loyal person. So like, I don't, I don't jump, I don't leave, whatever. And so, like, like he would call me, and I would ignore him, and then he would call me again. <laughs> he started calling me, like, in September 
Um, and I was like, I was like, mm, I'm not going to talk to you right now. Let's wait until the end of the month. Okay, all right. So then we'll talk again in October. And so it wasn't until um, the very end of November that, that I did switch. Um, and again, one of the biggest reasons is because I saw what Universal Title does have 22 offices in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia now. So, I mean, so we have grown and it is very exciting, but we're still, you know, a small family owned business. I mean, like, I can call the owner of the company. In fact, actually, I can call his dad that started it, which we call him the godfather. But that's not nice. the story. That's what I'm saying. So, like, you know, I mean, anyone, like, I can still, like, call them, and they know who I am, and, you know, they might actually not answer my call. No, <laughs> Paybacks. <laughs> I have a feeling that everybody answers your calls. Because you want to talk to Sherry Shaw. Why would you not want to talk to you? Like, it's so excited to see your calling. I'm like, oh, it's Sherry Shaw. <laughs> No, you know, I mean, I really, I, um, I feel like that I have really been blessed. I mean, I, you know, I've been through a lot of things in my life, but I'm just super blessed with two amazing kids and two amazing grandkids, um, a son-in-law soon to have a daughter-in-law. Um, and I just, you know, I, I think, you know, why walk around with a frown on your face when you can put a smile on and then you smile and everyone else smiles. And when you're when you smiling, smile, the whole world and smiles. when you're smiling. Yes. It is also oh, not that so podcast, awesome. Pam. Right? Pam's daddy trying to one make this days. the voice. I know, right? We're going to be singing one time. Oh. Okay, that will not be me. God made me to be a backup dancer. Oh, hey. Not anything else. There's so much more to unpack with Sherry Shaw. We only scratched the surface. With all of her volunteer work and her day job, she's pretty much got her hands in almost everything real estate related in Fredericksburg. And when she's not doing that, she's sharing her positivity around the community in every way. We'll see more of Sherry, don't you worry, because she's got a lot to talk about. If you enjoyed this episode, then we have much more to choose from. You can find Obsessed with Homes at Stitcher, Spotify, and at Apple Podcasts, or at obsessedwithhomes.com. Enjoy. If volunteering at Habitat for Humanity sounds like your jam, then it's really easy to do. Simply go to habitat.org and under the Volunteer tab, click on Find Your Local Habitat. There are a ton of different ways for you to dedicate your time. Just to let you know, though, there is a safety and training session required if you're going on the job site. Safety first!